What is up everyone and welcome back to The Gelman Report. I'm your host Ellie Gelman and in today's episode we are going to be doing the week 12 review of the league, my personal foot fantasy football league. We have matchups to go over, trades, standings, team of the week, stud and dud of the week. So we have a lot, a lot of stuff to do. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into the episode. with the first trade that we had uh, this past week and it was between Daddy Patty and Johnson. Um, Johnson traded away Juju Smith-Schuster and Nelson Aguilar and received Kenyon Drake. So nothing really crazy here in this trade, just a, a simple two for one. Jeremy was in the need of some wide receivers because this past week he had both Kenny Galladay and Adam Thielen um, out and so needed was some wide receivers and had a surplus of uh, running back, so we gave Kenyon Drake to Jake, who's had a lot of injury troubles with his running backs and is preparing for the Sacco Bowl. So, pretty good trade, uh, fair for both sides. Uh, now, let's go on to the second trade that we have, and that is between me, Daddy Koo, and Cooper Scooper. And, and I traded away Jonathan Taylor and Lamar Jackson, and I got back Terry McLaurin. I thought this was a great trade for me. Um, I really needed a third wide receiver, a solid three and I had enough running backs and I'm not so confident in Jonathan Taylor's um, outlook for the rest of the season. And I already have a quarterback with my man, Justin Herbert. So I was able to package those two together to get that wide receiver I needed. And Plum needed a wide uh, uh, a running back and a quarterback. Uh, ironically, both of those players got COVID um, right after I traded them. So that sucks for Plum, but a great, great uh, trade for me. So let's go on to the matchups, and we'll start off with my matchup. Um, the first matchup, and that was Daddy Koo versus Cooper Scooper. Uh, this was not a close matchup at all. I won by over 50 points. And let's start off with Jacob's uh, team. His whole team did not play well at all, besides really AJ Brown, 21 points. Everyone had a mediocre game, even Devontae Adams, the number one wide receiver in fantasy. Everyone just had a really mediocre game. That's why Jacob only scored at 95 points. Um, and then on my side, my team played, there's there some players that played really bad and some players that played amazing. Let's start off with the players that played pretty bad. Jordan Wilkins um, and Antonio Brown, terrible, terrible performance for both of them. But then I had Young Hoku with 21 points. Washington defense with 17. Dallas Goddard with 13.5, another solid game from him. Um, and 13.5 is pretty good um, looking at how, who the tight ends are uh, for fantasy football. Then I had Allen Robinson with 19, DK Metcalf with 17, and then the final, the one to top it off, 36 points from Derrick Henry, his second 30-point game of the year. So a great game from him, and I scored a bunch of points, basically 157 points, and I was able to beat Jacob. Um, and so yeah, nine and three, first in the league after that last last week gets bit back in the win column. And now Cooper Scooper seven to five, fourth in the league, and it is a must-win week for him in week thirteen this coming week. He's not win, he'll be out of the playoffs, so um, he's going to have to win this coming week. And then let's go to the next matchup, and that was between Chicago Bihars and Daddy Patty. Chicago Bihars winning 
125 to 90. So again, not a close game at all. And Jeremy's team played, everyone besides Patrick Mahomes played pretty, pretty bad. Um, Patrick Mahomes, of course, with 30 points, but then Alvin Kamara with 5.2 points. He's been really falling off ever since um, Taysom Hill has become the starting quarterback. Clyde Zillaire, who I traded away, I didn't really believe in the volume that he was getting in. There's so many people on, so many uh, weapons on that Kansas City Chiefs team, and they passed the ball so much. I, uh, I didn't really want on my team, and so it kind of worked, it's working out for me now. And his wide receivers just play very, very uh, mediocre. Um, and yeah, so not a good game from Jeremy's team at all. But then you move on to Abe's team, and his team had a few players play really well, but then some players really bad. Uh, of course, Kareem Hunt with a disappointing 6.2 points. And then even more, Kyle Murray with a disappointing 7.1. But then you had players like James Robinson with 22 points. And then Will Fuller on Thursday, Thanksgiving football, 29 points. Um, so great performance from those two players and from Abe's whole team. And he was able to uh, win and now 6-6, six six, fifth in the league. And again, this is a must-win week for it next week. A must-win week. If he loses, he'll be eliminated from the playoffs. So he has to win. And now Jeremy is 5-7, 6th in the league. And it is also a must-win game for him because he is trying to stay out of the sack of ball. Um, if he goes into the sack of ball, it would be his third year in a row. So he is trying to avoid that. And then let's move on to our, the third matchup that we had this week. And that was Johnson versus CDs, um, 153 to 123, a 30-point win for RL, so a comfortable, comfortable win um, over there. Let's start off with Jake's team. Had some pretty solid performances. Um, uh, Josh Allen was was okay uh, with 15. But then Nick Chubb finally with another, finally healthy, and had a great game with 23. Robbie Anderson caught, finally caught another touchdown, 15 points. Duke caught a touchdown. The Seahawks defense played well. And yeah, so Jake's team... It was okay, but nothing crazy. He scored 123, which is a solid point of value. But when you go into RL's team, RL just had too much firepower, especially, especially from Antonio Gibson, another Thursday night, a Thursday Thanksgiving player with 30 plus points, with 31 points, three touchdowns against the Dallas Cowboys. And then you go on to Tyreek Hill with 45 points. That's over 75 points combined from just those two players. And then you have Justin Jefferson with scoring two touchdowns. Evan Ingram with uh, over 100 yards receiving. So ours just, it was really, it was really those two players that set the standard in a crazy, crazy game for him. Eight and four, second in the league, has clinched a playoff spot and is looking really, really good. Um, this coming week. And then we'll go on to the last matchup, and this was sadly the closest matchup we had. It was a Waller Baller versus Jacob Gordon, 105 to 87. Um, so the closest game that we had, and let's start off with uh, Robert's team. Aaron Rodgers against the great Chicago defense of 25 points, so that was a great game for him. But then Josh Jacobs and Brian Hill with disappointing 2.4 points and 5.5 points respectively. Then his wide receivers play really, really bad with all under four points. Travis Kelsey with a disappointing game of eight points. Usually he has 20 plus points, especially in that tight end position, which is really, really bad. Wayne Gallman had a nice game, but the Rams defense had a nice game, uh, but everyone else on Robert's team played really, really poorly. And then same thing for Johnny's team. He only scored 105 points, and the only, he only had a, uh, two skilled position 
players over um, over double digits, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. But another Thursday Thanksgiving player with over 30 points in Deshaun Watson having four touchdowns against the Detroit Lions. And that really, uh, that's what helped Johnny win uh, helped Johnny win this week. We're gonna be talking more about Deshaun Watson later and more about Robert's team a little later um, in the episode. So that was the last matchup. Now let's go on to the, um, let's go on to the standings and let's start right at the bottom with two and 10. Jake Tyler Johnson losing nine in a row um, going to be in the soccer bowl and then you have Jacobs Gordon daddy uh, Patty uh, with a record of five and seven and Jacobs Gordon with a record of four and eight they're going to be competing um, for the uh, to see who gets in the soccer bowl then you have Chicago Bihars with a record of six and six um, and then also fighting for a playoff spot. Then Cooper Scooper, Waller Baller, with a record of 7-5. One of those two, um, if Abe wins, um, will most likely be out of the playoffs. And then you have CDs with a record of 8-4, and, and then myself with a record of 9-3, first in the league. Now let's move on to um, the team of the week. We'll do the team of the week before the stud and done of the week. And let's start off with the, well, let's start off uh, with the point total, this team predicted 128, but scored 298 points. Almost 300 points. This week was one of the craziest weeks I've seen in scoring. And as you can see here, there was the quarterback, the running back one, the running back two, the wide receiver one, the wide receiver two, um, and the flex, the, and the defense were basically all over 30 points. Everyone besides the tight end and the kicker had over 30 points. Um, so a crazy scoring week. Um, uh, from all these players and just a bunch of points being scored um, this past week. We had Watson, who we said we're going to talk about a little later, with 33. Then Derrick Henry with 38. Gibson with 36. Tyreek Hill with 58 points. Um, almost broke Jamal uh, Jamal Charles' record, but not uh, not uh, not close enough. Then he had 35 from Will Fuller, 20 points from Dallas Goddard, surprisingly. He was the wide, the tight end one on the week. Then you had at the flex, Jarvis Landry, which is also surprising. Then for the defense, the Falcons, which is also surprising because they've had a terrible defense in the beginning of the season. But since they fired their coach, they've been really picking it up. And then you had the GOAT, Young Hoku, the best kicker in the league, the most valuable player for your fantasy team with 21 points as a kicker. So a crazy performance from this perfect team. And yeah, 298 points is a lot of points. Um, and so let's move on to the stud and dud of the week. Let's start off with the, well, before we start, I just want to say that both the stud and the dud of the week are from the same matchup. And the stud of the week is Tyler Lockett um, from Jacobs Gordon III from Robert's team. He was projected 10.9 points, 11 points basically, and only scored a two. So nine points under his projection. And while, of course, that projection is really, really bad, it's that he was also playing against Philadelphia, who have a terrible, terrible, well, I don't want to say terrible, but DK Metcalf, the one on the team, was being covered by Darius Slay, who was supposed to be one of the best corners in the league. That didn't end up so well. That did not end well for Darius Slay. He got demolished by DK Metcalf. But Tyler Lockett is supposed to be, if the number one is getting locked up, you should be taking all those targets and getting all those touchdowns in those receptions, but he just didn't do that, um, and that cost Robert to lose. He only lost by around 17, 18 points, and if, if Tyler Lockett had a better game, 
he probably would have won. And then the stud of the week is going to be Deshaun Watson with 30, with 32.4, 33 points. He, everyone on Jacob and on Johnny's team played pretty mediocre, um, but he was the one bright spot for Johnny's team. And he had 32 points, and that is what caused uh, Johnny to win and get him the dub and put him in a much better position to make the playoffs. So yeah, Johnny wins. Uh, Basically because, to, uh, basically because of Deshaun Watson. He had a great, great game and is just a great, great quarterback uh, for fantasy and just in the league in general. Uh, so yeah, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Uh, depending on what platform you're on, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music and on Spotify. Um, uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps us grow. If you like that video, we'll be recommended. Get more views, be able to grow, make more videos, and all that good stuff. So that helps out the channel a lot. And yeah, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and goodbye.